Hey guys, it's Jason Webb. This is the show that highlights local business leaders and the movers and shakers of Minnesota. Welcome to Minnesota Made. What's up, Minnesota? I am sitting in PF Machining, their beautiful conference room. Man, I have been to, I don't know, a hundred machine shops, right? Listen up, guys. These guys, PF Machining has set the new standard for machine shops. It is beautiful. I want to, I was looking at one of these, trying to determine if you have an open office around here because I could legitimately live here. <laughs> Debbie, you did a great job. Thank you. <laughs> so P and F, P and F Machining located in Atsigo. And across from me is Debbie Gelvin. She is the president and CEFO of the company. How are you doing, Debbie? I'm doing great. Good. Nathan Dills, the sales engineer. How are you doing, Nathan? Excellent. Thank you. Good. And the beautiful Melanie. She is co-hosting with me again today. How are you doing, Melanie? I am great. Thanks for having me again. Yes, yes, of course. So, okay, Debbie and Nathan the dynamic duo. Feel free to chime in, help each other out, uh, answer each other's questions, finish each other's sentences, however you like. (laughs) And uh, one of the most interesting things I find about your company is not only the aesthetics and the beauty of it, um, it's so, so caught off guard. You walk into a machine shop and it looks like this. And it sounds like it's paying off because Nathan mentioned during the tour that people want to work here. And I can't imagine. It's just because they want to work at the most beautiful machine shop in the state of Minnesota. (laughs) But you guys must treat your employees really well for there to be a waiting list in an economy like this, where if I walk into 100 businesses, 98 of them are going to say, man, I can't find workers anywhere. The labor force is horrible. And I hear all kinds of reasoning behind it. But let's start with that, Debbie. Why is it? What's the secret? Yeah, why is it that people want to work here? Well, I... I really believe a lot of it is we look at our employees like family. Mm-hmm. We treat them like family. Nobody is a number here at PNF. I I enjoy going out to the floor and saying, Hi Melvin, how you doing today? <laughs> and it's just very personable. Yeah. So treat them like family. Does that mean, you know, you're inviting everybody over for Sunday dinner? Or can you give me like, I don't know, an example or two? You know, you mentioned you'll say hi by first names, but I'm sure it goes beyond just a first name recognition as far as when people say I treat my employees like family. Can you think of anything off the top of your head where you feel like, you know, maybe another employer wouldn't have gone above and beyond in that particular situation? Well, I can tell you that I've been to several weddings of our employees. I feel like so maybe there's like an open door policy, right? Like they, they feel like they can talk. They talk to the boss, Absolutely. right? There's no... Oh, I got to fill out this form. I got to schedule a meeting. I got to, you know, talk to my boss who's going to talk to his boss who's going to finally talk to the boss boss, right? No, they feel very comfortable. I just had one of the employees come in yesterday morning into my office. Hi, Debbie. I haven't seen you on the floor in a while. Just wanted to stop by and say yeah, hi. Yeah. So, I believe it. Yeah. I already feel like I could talk to you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. It's genuine. You feel yeah. it when you walk yeah. in the front door. Definitely, yeah. for sure. Yeah, you have a mom feel, Debbie. A hundred percent. Yes. 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 I feel yes. safe yes. around you. Me too. Well, I'm happy <laughs> that you feel so safe. 
All right. All right. So let's talk about the history of the company a little bit. All right. So from what I understand, this was started by your parents back in the day. Is that right, Debbie? Yes, correct. We, my siblings and I are the second generation owners. It started back in 1983 with my father, Floyd Pavlock, working a full-time job during the day to support the family And then at night, he would go and run a manual lathe in the corner of somebody else's business and did that night after night for several years until he built enough customers and had money flowing in that he could quit his day job. Wow. And then, you know, we had never, he had never owned a business prior, Mm. uh, so his day job, was he doing machine-type work? Did he, he, he had experience in yeah. that then? Well, when he first started, he had no experience, and he had a family to feed. Yeah. So he went to a machine shop and told him he knew how to machine, which he did not. <laughs> <laughs> and he picked it up very quickly, and from there, he was a machinist the rest of his life, and... So did he buy that first machine like out of pocket then? Or I mean, how did he how did he get that going? To me, it's like, I mean, people talk about you gotta start a hot side hustle. You gotta find what you're passionate about and go after it and do it on nights and weekends. And it sounds like kind of that's what he did. But uh so did he bought a machine and, and stuck it in a corner, or did he borrow somebody else's or well he knew this individual that he rented the space from and it was his machine, that okay. individual's machine. Okay. But my dad ended up buying it. Oh. And it sits right now in our lobby at our new facility. Um, that old thing. That, that's what he started that's with? That's what he started with. Holy yes, cow. Yes. You've come a long way. Yeah, we cleaned it up a bit <laughs> and painted it. And that's amazing. It looks brand new. <laughs> it's so... Uh... Dated. Archaic, <laughs> right? Looking, right? Oh, yes, it is. It's like an old ass accordion that's been painted or something. Yes. I don't know what it. You yes. know, it's, it's that's <laughs> what you that's what you call a manual lathe. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so this is your dad. Your yes, dad did this. So my okay, dad. your dad would work all day, go in, in the corner of this dude's <laughs> shop, yes. sit in front of this old archaic machine all night. Yep, and make parts. And make some extra money to the point where he's like, all right, I'm going out on my own yes. and doing this. That's exactly what he did. Nice. Man, yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you remember those days? I mean, how, were you were you around? Vaguely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I do remember him not being home a lot, of course, because he was <laughs> right. working his tail off. But yeah, I do I do remember that. And, and do you remember the type of parts or anything he was making or where he was located when he was doing this? He was located in New Hope. New Hope. When he was doing this. And okay. I don't quite remember the parts at that time that he started out with. Okay. And that's where your facility was prior to this at Seagull location. Was it New Hope or no? no? No, it wasn't. We rented several in several locations. Okay. Prior to building a building in Dayton. Okay. And then we ended up selling the Dayton building when we grew out of it and built this building in Odd Seagull in 2017. Okay. All right. The most beautiful machine shop ever. <laughs> oh, yes. well, thank yes. you. Absolutely. <laughs> it reminds me of like a, I don't know, like a downtown artsy hotel or something. Yeah. Would, yeah. It's really unexpected. Very. Yeah. 
Very trendy, stylish. Well, thanks. Yes. Okay, so uh, he started a new hope with this one machine. What has been the progress now? You mentioned you rented some places here and there. You built this facility in 2017, is that right? Correct. And what have been some of the steps along the way? I mean, have you been involved in different industry classes? Have you uh, start? I mean, you started with no employees. How many employees do you have now? Do you know? Approximately 63. 63 employees. Correct. Okay. So what what have been some of the steps along the way to get to this point now with 63 employees? And uh, sounds like you're, you're doing some medical stuff now, right? Yes. Right? We pretty much started out in industrial. I mean, that's that was our focus, okay. industrial. Okay. Running motor shafts, uh, filtration parts, Caterpillar okay. parts. Okay. But when the second generation took over, we had this vision mm. that we wanted to go into the medical field. When did the second generation take over? Let's see. And it's you and your brother? My brother... Myself, my sister Sue, and my other brother Steve. Wow. So we're all part. I do have a sister, Tammy, that lives out of town. She's a nurse, so she's not part of the business, but she is active on the board. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know how how long how long ago was that that you guys kind of let's see stepped here. in these roles? It's probably been. Is it ninety nine? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. My dad started stepping away from the business about ninety nine, two thousand. Okay. And my brother Dan had been running the shop floor for year years prior to that. So the I think we took over the building probably or the business probably about eight eight years ago. Okay. About and. Prior to that, were you working here also? Were all the siblings working here and getting their feet wet? Or before you just got plopped in the seat of CFO? Dan, Steve, and Sue have worked here since they've been 11. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So they have a little experience. They they have a little, yeah. Yeah. I started in 1999. My prior life was with uh, the medical industry, working in medical molding and... Oh. Well, how appropriate. Well, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where I said we had this vision. We really wanted to, you know, move ourselves towards the medical end of the business. Yeah. Speak it and it that's will happen. Right. right. And we and it's spoke happening. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's manifesting. Right. And that's where Amen. you come in too, right, Nathan? I mean, I don't know that... Uh, was the word on the street that Nathan's the man in the medical side and Debbie came a knocking and said, Nathan, you know, I don't know where you are now, man, but you need to be over here. That's definitely drop, how they made me feel. Yeah. Yes. Drop the zero and come with the hero. That's right. Right. right? And uh, how, how long is, I mean, what, what's a little bit about your history and how did you, you know, land over here at PNF Machining? I started out as a machinist when I was 16, summer job. Okay. And worked my way up running machines, got into the sales side, project management, customer support. Now, the machines that you ran back in the day, did they look like this one on the entryway, this <laughs> manual? <laughs> Actually, I did run one of those. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very early on. But uh, most of the machines I ran. A little more modern. Like what we have on the Okay. Floor, so. All right. All right. And uh, so you were, you were doing the machining, and how did you end up over here? I got a couple phone calls, a couple people <laughs> yes. that I had worked with previously. 
Yeah. Um, we're over here. Oh, okay. And I got texts and phone calls weekly for about <laughs> yes, we about a year and a half, two over years. Over and over. <laughs> yes. We wanted Persistent. him. Yeah. Persistent, aren't they? And and I, I loved it coming over here what, a couple years ago that I had the same first impression you two had. You walk in the door. I described it to my friends as walking into a five-star hotel. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. the feel. Yeah. But then you walk on the shop floor. You get to talk to the people. You get that same welcoming vibe from everyone. Mm. So. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Debbie, were you one of the people that were call- that was calling Nathan here trying to convince him to come over or was that somebody else's job? And what was it about Nathan that you found attractive besides his handsome face? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was my brother Dan that pursued him. Okay. We talked about it. Everybody here that was from, you know, that knew Nathan just really wanted Nathan to come on over here. So Dan and Dan and Nathan had spoke on many different occasions mm. and we thought he'd be the absolute perfect fit for us, mm-hmm. which he has been and will be. Yeah. But yep, we're happy to have him here. Okay, good. One unique situation that you mentioned is that it's you and three siblings, right? That are kind of at, at the steering wheel of the business here. Yes. And... So what's that like? What were you guys like growing up, you know, being siblings? Um, did you guys fight a lot? Like oh, we any fought. sibling rivalry? Oh, my goodness. We fought all the time. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, there was an it, there was age gaps in there. So I, I think on the most part, we all we all got along we as got kids. Along. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's How about good. now? Now? Oh, boy. <laughs> no, now we get, we get along great. We get along that's great. That's really cool that you yeah. guys work together like that. Yeah, that's what I, everybody says. Everybody yeah. says. Definitely. Yeah. Um, well, w- let's talk about the business a little bit. Uh, what, do you, what are some of the things you guys make? Oh, are you specializing in anything in particular, any type of industry classes? And with that, where are things headed with PNF? Well, from the industrial side, high precision, tight tolerance, higher end industrial applications, I'd say, with the shaft work and some of the chassis stuff we do, uh, steels, aluminums, your typical industrial materials. But it's the tolerances we hold. The workmanship level is extremely high and those expectations that, and we deliver. Yeah. Um, And now in the last year, we've evolved or shifted over to the medical device side yeah where obviously very tight tolerance and workmanship is absolutely critical a lot of those same um, core strengths that we have and apply on the industrial side mm-hmm. transfer over very nicely onto the medical device side so mm. I don't think the transition is it's not as great as people may think for this culture in this building and and PNF mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah, because they already had that mindset on the industrial side. Okay. So I think when people hear industrial, they think blacksmith shop, you know, dimly lit, <laughs> yeah, some guy Making back horseshoes. with a forge, <laughs> yeah. hammering away, and it's not like that at all. Right. I, as you saw on the tour, our yeah. industrial side is cleaner and, and more modern than a lot of the medical device contract manufacturers you might go tour. Yeah. Uh, the Very floor's, clean, beautiful. Floor's clean enough to eat off of. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that. No. Uh, I, I would eat in your lunchroom for sure. That's a great lunchroom. Isn't it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they gave me a lot of uh, headache or teasing with all those microwaves we put in there. But <laughs> everybody has to heat up their food at the same time, you yep. know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
I don't know. So are you then focused more on the, I guess, expanding the medical side of things? And, you know, if there's a potential client listening to this and they're thinking, oh, my machine shop could use an upgrade and I'm considering other bids or working with another machine shop, what, what, what would be a, I guess, good client for you? And, you know, you already mentioned a couple of things regarding what set, separates you from the pack from what I gathered and what you said, it, it's, it sounds like it's the tolerance level and the precision of the work that you do, you know, might be a step above most places. How about, uh, I don't know, uh, I, I'm not quite familiar with some of the drawbacks that people complain of with machine shops, maybe turnaround time or upcharges or that type of thing. Can you expand a little bit about what it is that you're looking for in a client and, and why they should consider you? So what we're looking for are true partnerships, that word collaboration, right? We want to work with someone and the market itself cater more towards the orthopedic side. So anything to do with bone implant, Mm. back, bone screws, plates, things like Mm. that. But from the customer perspective, what we offer is that true partnership collaboration when obstacles pop up and we're in manufacturing, it happens. You run into issues, supply chain or tools or machine tools themselves, right? It's this team's ability to rally together, to come up with solutions and move forward. And then that results in hitting the customer's deadlines. You know, they have surgery scheduled or labs scheduled that that are very difficult and expensive to move. And we make it a point to do what we say we're going to do and deliver on time, no matter what might pop up. So, and I think that is, that's the reason I came to be enough. We all have titles, right? But that's for the outside world Mm. communication (laughs) tool, right? To know who to talk to. Internally here, that goes away. I don't care if it's a guy running a lathe Mm -hmm. and we're talking about a Swiss part. So two different machine types, right? You might not have the experience, but machining's machining. He might have a different approach, and it doesn't matter. We take the best idea and run with it, right? Right. So that idea from the operators to the engineers to the president of the company, Debbie has a great idea. Hey, why don't we try this? Yeah. We all rally around, figure it out, and move forward. I think that is that is the best part of, of this group here. We don't let things get us down, and we keep moving forward. to And, and the end goal is to meet the customer, exceed the customer's expectations. Yeah. And I think we've proven that over and over and we will continue to do so. Yeah. What do you think, Debbie? How do you, how do you do there? He did great. That's why we hired him. (laughs) No, I feel it though. Like, yeah, this is real to me. This is, yeah. yeah. You're not bullshitting. No, this is for real. This is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Amen. Debbie, I have a question for you. Yes. I, I can't even help but think it. What's it been like as a woman in such a male-dominated industry, I mean, obviously you've set yourself apart in the way that you have a waiting list of employees. Do you think that, I don't know, you have some sort of female edge to that, that that's why they want to work for you so much? It helps create that home aspect that we were talking about? Well, I'd like to think I've got that edge. <laughs> <laughs> she she asked some hard questions. Always. <laughs> no, Debbie does encourage and facilitate this culture of, like I said, no ego. It's not about you. And and you don't feel that way. We're all pulling the rope the same direction. You need a hand. You know, someone's there to lend it. 
she fosters that culture. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I feel that too. So I feel like the edge, you know, if I were to try to sum it up, I get the feeling I've only known you guys for a whopping, whatever, 30, 40 minutes, right? But I, I, my gut tells me that there's this, this, the event, your advantage is this open door collaboration of all departments, all titles, all positions with the, I guess, same goal of taking PNF to the next level. No idea is too dumb. No person is too small. We all want to, we all want to push a row. We all want to row this boat to the same destination and we're all going to pitch in and do our part. Right? Perfect. That's exactly how it is. Great analogy. Yeah. 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 And there's people in line that want to grab a row and get this boat moving because they they see the progress, man. They, 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 They see where this place is headed and they want to be part of something great. Absolutely. Cool, guys. I appreciate this. So let's say I am a orthopedic medical device company and I need a new machine shop. What is the best way to get a hold of you? Who should I ask for? I don't know. You want to throw out your website or a phone number or something like that? Yeah, I'd say the website's probably a good place to start. pfmachining.com. You can give me a Call. What's, what's PF? What, what is that? It is actually, people thought it was Patsy and Floyd. That's my parents' name. Okay. But That's what I thought. It, yes, <laughs> it's actually Pavlok Floyd. My dad Pavlok. was trying to disguise it a little bit okay. so that his full-time employer didn't know he had started a oh, wow. side business. Ah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I didn't yes. want to ruffle any feathers. That's right. Yeah. Still need to feed the kids. Yeah, good. Uh, Nathan, I, I noticed you got a couple of things. And I, I don't want to cut you guys short. If there's anything you want to bring up that people want to hear about, I mean, feel free and uh, let it rip. Is there anything that I forgot to <laughs> no, say or anything? I, I was just going to throw out the phone number. but uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we are a woman-owned company. We do have our certification for woman-owned. Yep. Oh, okay. So there's three of nice. us girls, uh, you know, two yeah. boys. Yeah. All right. So the phone number, the main office number, should I just say it? I see a business card in front of me. Is it 763-428-3100? Absolutely. Okay. So P and F Machining, pfmachining.com. Okay. And their phone number is 763-428-3100 located in Otsego, Minnesota. And if you want to see a machine shop that looks like no other machine shop, just walk into the front lobby and your jaw will drop. You got to check this place out, guys. I appreciate your time, Debbie. Nathan, you guys did a great job. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. Thanks, guys. That's it, guys. If you know of a Minnesota business leader or a mover and shaker that you feel would be a great guest, please have them go to minnesotamadepodcast.com and have them apply for the show. Thanks for listening, Minnesota.